What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. You are now suffering through another episode of Cartoon Casual. Let the suffering commence. And this is the suffering season because, uh, you know, Jesus' birthday is coming up soon, and he suffered a lot for our sins or something. And the flu. And the flu. (laughs) It's Christmas and cold and flu season. What a fucking dick. It's also Saturnalia, Yule, um, you know... All the other pagan like, things that happened. All the other pagan here. things. The well, uh, solstice happened a few days ago. No, it didn't. Gonna, no, it did. And we people listen to this. It did. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we got to keep with the timeline, right? You, right. It's, it's, uh, a, it's a fucked up. And, and that by the was way, our guest introducing himself. Yeah. We I have guess. Mr. Michael Alexander Nunez. Hello, everybody. It's uh, me here, Mr. Hey. Julia. Yep, Mr. Yes. Julia, Mr. Walters Kowalska. I'll answer to just about anything. How many hyphens will you guys have in your names you know you, if you guys get hitched? <laughs> it's going to be fucking ridiculous. It's going to be absolutely absurd, and I'm not looking forward to the hyphenations. I know she it already drives her crazy having to spell those words out. It's just too much. Have I ever it. shown you like her like her contact in my like in my contacts list? No, I would. Love it's to see all it. caps, it? and it says Julia Walters hyphen with hyphen spelled out <laughs> Kowalska. I'm sure she hates. But that. and shout out to Council Lady Jamie. Jamie's and there's like it's it, hers is exactly oh, yeah, the, the same hyphen. way. Ja- yeah. Jamie Jamie Scott hyphen Staley. Yeah, and it's like she's she like I don't have right a hyphen, I don't fucking hyphenate my name. I'm like I did, and you know you didn't hyphen you wrote it I out wrote hyphen. out the hyphen. Yeah, yeah there and, you go. and that actually goes back to a movie. I can't even remember. I think it's big. With the remember Tom Hanks Elizabeth yeah, Perkins. We you know we're talking about one of my father's big, favorite right? movies. He loved that movie. One of my favorite too. Elizabeth Perkins is in there. She's like, I can't stand the woman in the the new woman in the office. She's getting married. She's like, is my name going to be something, something hyphen, something hyphen this? Am I going to spell the hyphen out? Do you capitalize this? Do you have like she and she's like, maybe I'll spell the hyphen out. And that always fucking 30 plus years. It's stuck in my head. And it's just fu- fucking funny to me. And you went with it. And I, I and it. I'm and I will stay with it until the end of time, because I don't know when to end a joke. You know what? I don't. I'm sure she appreciates that. She, she does gets, not. She gets teased. No, she doesn't. She didn't appreciate <laughs> seeing that. my face at her house wow. today. Yeah, she. Yeah, well, it was she, a long I, day of work. I get that because I I don't want to see people because I was I was swung by to pick up Mike on the way out here because we live you know right down the street from each other and uh, uh, Julia wasn't quite home yet so she got home and she the last person she wants to see is me. I'm sure. That's not true. No, no, no. I, I know she loves me to that. I know, I know that, but I also understand, like, it could be the woman of my dreams. And if she's, if she's at my house when I get off work after a 12-hour shift at dealing with death and poop and, uh, you know, terrible nursing staff and this and that and the other. Like, I... No coffee. Uh, no coffee. I Because I don't drink coffee after 1, like, 1 a.m., like when I work nights, you know, I, and I'm just I'm tired of shit. All I want to do is go to fuck to bed. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to. So I don't I don't blame her. That's understandable for being like, man, these fucking stinky <laughs> fuckers. See, this is why this, this, this is a disadvantage with a small town. A disadvantage is that is that uh, living downtown, especially in the size of our little town, you kind of know a lot of people. And uh, it'd be good if you could just put a hoodie over and just not be seen just do your thing and not have to worry about saying hi and being polite. Oh, I just don't do it. Just <laughs> <laughs> they know you, you know them. Yeah. You just ignore them. Fuck it. I mean, 
You don't want to, you know, you know, like a movie star, you know, they'll have a, like a cap and pull it way down and have a thing and big glasses and they kind of hard to tell where they are. Do you know who Daniel Radcliffe is? You know? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Of do course. you? I know Mike does. Do you? Why, what does he do? We're public. Harry Potter. He played Harry Potter. Uh, I know you're going to suggest that he does, does something to hide no, in no, public. No, 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 no. He didn't hide. He actually did something completely the opposite of that. Filming. Fuck, I forget what it was. He was filming, or he was he was in a stage play or something that was like a nine month residency. It was like nine or ten months, and paparazzi were out there trying to take pictures of him. So you know what he did? He had like four or five versions of the exact same outfit and just wore those. And when he would change out of like his, his stage clothes, he would change into that outfit that was the exact same like hat, shirt, pants, shoes. And so they were the pictures. So they get they, nothing so Once new. they took like the first ten pictures of him, they couldn't fucking use any of them. That what a fucking brilliant fuck you to the paparazzi. I love that. That's actually it's genius. It, it or really if you is. make it's kind of the same thing where if you make yourself more available, then after a while it's like oh it's so and so again. Who the fuck cares? Like Andy Dick. Exactly. Andy Dick said he was <laughs> yeah. like you know the best way to get rid of a stalker just sleep with him. <laughs> he said he fucked like three of his stalkers in the nineties, and, and they just like. <laughs> Or and the pop he would invite the paparazzi's like into his house. So yeah, you guys want to come in and have some beers or something? And they're like, no, just want to. <laughs> we don't want to hang answer, out with yeah. you. We want to take right. Yeah, just want to take pictures. I'll take Andy creepy pictures. pictures from you from a slight yes. distance. But I agree with what you're saying. You, you do see people. You don't want to. Sometimes you don't want to see them. It's like, well, like uh, I don't know. You go on a date. Like I've had to go out of town to go really? on a date. Yeah, because I. Well, I think it's a good idea. It, it's huh. it. it and it sounds, God damn it, it sounds arrogant, but you know, I know a lot of people. We, the three of us, know a lot of people, right? You've got a your your girlfriend is a you know is Julia. She fucking everybody knows who she She's is. She's the front person of the Swillers, for God's she sake. She is the front person. Absolutely, <laughs> She's a, the front person. <laughs> she is the front person of the Swillers, and it it is absolutely hard to walk around with her downtown and not get noticed. It's true. Seriously, just by association, yes, yeah. it's true. Uh, Julia is always constantly saying hi to people. She knows just about everyone downtown. Yeah. Oh yeah, and because I'm with her, I, I I recognize and run into a lot of people now that I recognize too. Yeah, I haven't been here for that long. Yeah, but yeah. it's always kind of nice. I kind of actually like that about Kingman. So nice that 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 is vibe. nice. But I know what you're saying too. Like if I were to go out on a date in Atlanta area, there's almost zero chance I'm going to recognize recognize somebody right. at the restaurant which i kind of i also like that too because you're having a conversation someone could be overhearing what and you're that's saying. what i was going to get at is that yes. like sitting down to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation like if you're just starting out like dating you want to get to know somebody it's really hard to do when everybody's coming up and talking to you and shaking your hand and like oh you guys it, are going you guys are out oh, oh get to i saw they were looking like they were on a date like, 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 a, like a look at the joe's a stup in the fucking you know whatever like that that and that sucks so like I I don't know I mean, it's, I've definitely gone on dates and had to just had to totally leave town. Went on one date uh, probably th three years ago it was before mm -hmm. it closed down. Drove all the way out to Yucca. Went to the Honolulu Club. Wow, the, I've seen the Honolulu Club. Before. It's closed now, unfortunately. Uh, they, I think they sold the liquor license. It was a cool little bar, and it had been there since the forties. It, it, it served the when that was an army airfield out there. Yeah, it, it looks it, really cool. It was cool old tiki bar type place. It's still got some yeah. of its charm. Definitely. It does. But we went all the way. I was like, uh, like, she's like, why do you want to go out there? And like, well, do you remember the last time we tried to go on a date in Kingman? She's like, yeah, that's true. Because it was like four hours and we maybe talked for 20 minutes total. You're right. I get how that could kind of be a negative thing in living in a kind of smaller place like yeah. this. And that you don't want to always be saying hi to people. But the same thing. If you engage in a conversation. If you're an established couple, though, then it's a little bit different. Right. Yeah. But you yeah. still maybe want to have, you know, some like 
private conversation. But right. at, at the same time, if I go out and I see, I mean, I don't, I'm on a date because I don't really do that, you know. He's just space for prostitutes, people. That's right. Remember yeah, that. That's Paul where I has purchased prostitutes. Thank God Rented. Nevada's just right down the road. I mean, you know. Oh, like you drive to Nevada for prostitutes. <laughs> don't you just fucking get on just grind, grinder or we just, whatever? We just, what are we talking We just net jet them right in here. Just net jet. Oh, them. that's right. Mr. One Percenter here flies his <laughs> prostitutes in. But does he share? <laughs> no. Yeah, we just casually saw Paul scrolling on net jets as we walked into the studio. <laughs> He's tonight. like, do I want a G4 or G6 to fly oh to God. Sweden? <laughs> You're such a fucking dick. God. It's so what funny. What trying to say? You drive an F-150. Like, you're, you're, not, you're not this rich prick. I need, I, a, I need, a, I need I, a truck. I know. Okay. I'm not. I, I love your truck. Are you kidding okay. me? All right, fine. No, I wouldn't kick your truck out of bed. No, right. I, like, I fucking, uh, I was just, I was saying, like, you're not. We make you, I make you out to be this one percenter. People that not. listen to this podcast think that you're rich as fuck. They, that's fine. And they, you know. They know, like, oh my God, Paul's got a jet. Remember, you used to do that. You're like, hey, it's my. Have pa- you met my friend Paul? He's got, he's got a, jet. a jet. And I'm going, oh my God. I'm like, oh it's, God. it's not a jet. It's just a plane. And I'm like, <laughs> they don't know that, and they don't care that it has a propeller versus a turbine. It doesn't fucking matter, Paul. I right. have to say this: Paul is the most humble billionaire that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he's, well, it's absolutely. How many hard. You see the studio billionaire? Right How many billionaires have you met in your life? Oh. Uh, Including Paul? I don't want to get into numbers, but none as humble as Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, what, oh, so I have, a, I have a weird question for you, Mike. Yeah. Go for it. Are you black? You know what, Like, Joe? what are hold you? On, you're, you're, hold on. I'm super I'm getting my pen out. <laughs> are you going to take some notes here? We're going to do some <laughs> fucking. Check. Okay. So, okay. Super so you're, black. It's a super good question. And I'm glad we can just get this out of the way first thing because it is, uh, you know, not true. It's not true. You're um, not black. A lot, I'm not black. There's a lot of rumors going around Kingman that I'm black, but it is not true. And I'm happy to put those rumors to rest. I'm actually Puerto Rican. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, my dad It'd be was. be better if you're black. I know. I know. <laughs> and I didn't want to answer that honestly. <laughs> If I could have just said I was black and took the easier <laughs> out, I would, boys. But I'm yeah, be right. On you're this you're black like Beyonce's black. You're like a cappuccino <laughs> black. Damn. You're a baby. I'll, I'll be compared to Beyonce. I'm fine with that. Right? I'm Puerto Rican, and then my mom is just like Norwegian, Czech. So I, I guess I'm a little bit of half and half, half white, half Puerto Rican. So we'll you are. So you're Europe. Northern European. No, yes. he, no, he's black mutt and white what? White mutt is exactly I what gotcha. that is. That's exactly no. That's because okay. Puerto Rican, like Puerto Rico. Have you ever met? There's Puerto Ricans of all shades. Oh, absolutely! Isn't Christina Aguilera totally. Puerto Rican? I, I don't know. No, I don't. You know think what? She Let me is. text her. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think Christina Aguilera is Puerto Rican. <laughs> I don't think. I, I thought think, she was black. I don't. I thought, <laughs> she's not very I mean, black. The, that voice is pretty black. She's got a soul. It, did I totally miss the mark here with her? I mean, you know, not, I don't think Christina Aguilera. <laughs> did you miss the mark? I, I think you mean, missed your chance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's Puerto Rican at all. No, I, are you talking about somebody else? I know there are. A I, lot know, of I, I could be totally just lost my mind. I think she's Puerto Rican. I think you're confusing her with uh, Jennifer Lopez. I think I was going to say that is Puerto Rican. Now, yes. I know. I know that too. I thought she's still. She's still. She's still Jenny from the block. Okay, so find out. <laughs> I'm looking her up. Yes. <laughs> Christina Maria Aguilera. Sound, sounding Puerto Rican. And you remember hearing this? She's you just from this? New York. Well, okay. But. <laughs> she's, a, she's New Yorker. Yeah. She's not Puerto Rican. She's a New Yorker. She's definitely not Puerto Rican because she's from Staten Island. 
Oh. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know, man. All like, right, fine. Uh, I, no, I, she might be. No, I was, that was. Her father is Ecuadorian. Her mother is German, Irish, Welsh, and Dutch ancestry. So, uh, so. her dad's Ecuadorian. That's where the Aguilera comes from. There we Never go. mind. Now I we was put wrong. that. To, we put that to rest. Thank God. I, I, it's a safe assumption that anybody with a Spanish last name could be Puerto Rican. Right. Absolutely. It's safe. I'm it's glad we know that now. Okay, so you're. Your dad's Puerto Rican. My dad is straight from Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. Born and raised in Puerto Rico. And who is your father? Uh, my dad is a man named Edwin Nunez. Uh, like I said, born and raised in Puerto Rico in a really, really poor, poor area of Puerto Rico. I've never gone back to visit. I'm pretty sure that's... That was my next question. Most of it. So you have not been to Puerto Rico. I've never been back to his area. I don't think oh. I would ever go back to his area where he grew up because it's a very, very low income, as you he might may, assume. He might have uh, enemies, too. And like, yeah, like you might who get, knows what he might get taken there. out. You might get just... Who knows what's going A lot happen. of his family still does live back there, though, okay. on the island. And uh, I've never been back. And uh, I've had a couple friends who have visited there and said it's a gorgeous place to visit if you stay in uh, San Juan, I mean, right? Yeah. The bigger areas. Uh, I've also heard that. Pretty. Very pretty. Um, but my mom, born and raised in Wisconsin. So very different upbringings for those two. And uh, yeah. Like farmland Wisconsin? Or farmland like, Wisconsin. Yeah, right on. Central Wisconsin. Very Midwest uh, upbringing. And... Um, yeah. She's, you, Cul- you, she's you a Culver's there, fan. Imagine. She's a big Culver's fan, as am I. Love myself some Culver's. Butter, dude, just butter oh. butter burgers. Have you ever had butter burgers, Paul? I think I've... Did I make buttered burgers for you at no, some no, point? No, no, no. I mean, not buttered burgers. I mean, butter burgers. No, I mean shoving butter in the in the meat. In the meat was is great. No, butter yeah. burgers have about a quarter stick on each <laughs> side of the bun. Oh. Yeah. And they... Yeah, it's chilled first and it's chilled and whipped so when you put it on the bun and then th- slap the burger together and you eat it within probably three oh. or four minutes you get a little bit of cold you get the heat you get all that and it's so goddamn good oh. now, I, now, so I, now good. I want one yeah it's yeah. amazing i've made them before and then uh uh you know dano yeah Dano's family's from Wisconsin as well. Right. Is this a Wisconsin thing in it's particular? Specifically, a Wisconsin thing. Okay. Minnesota tries Wisconsin. to fucking yeah. Eastern Minnesota. They try to horn fucking, in on that. They, yeah, bit. but they fucking Minnesota just don't have anything good. So like they fucking have to steal from good shit. Like they fucking, they're like Michigan. Yeah, yeah. No, not the Youpers. Those people are cool. The Youpers are great. Youpers, they are good the people. They're like are some quality people up there. Youpers are like the inbred sweet. Like super sweet down home cousins of Youpers Upper Pentonel. Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Upper okay. Peninsula. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Butterburgers. I uh first was introduced to those in Wisconsin and I'm glad they've come out west here. Right. Um, in recent years. It's made me very, very happy. They have? The cul- yeah, there's Culver's. Have you ever heard of that? Oh chain? yeah. Sure. Yeah. Culver's yeah. is straight out of Wisconsin. Okay. So and they they their claim to fame is is uh Butterburgers. Uh, and there's so. one there's I know there's at least two in Vegas and there's one in Havasu. The one in Havasu has had a line in the drive-through for like two years. It'll be fantastic. Like, if Butterburger. Yes. If on this show we had a a chef or a person that could cook really well that just is on the ready five, they're just doing something, and if we if something comes up like this magically, like Butterburgers, yeah, then they just start whipping it up. That's live oh, during the show. That would be kind of nice. I could do that if I had like an induction burner and just like cook. <laughs> it's like I could do that. It'd be like the Did someone say like, butter burgers? Who said butter burgers? Here you go, boys. Like a bunch that of background be, noise or right. sizzling. It's like, yeah. 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 That would be actually a great idea though. I'm on board with that. So you've been back there, I assume to to Wisconsin a oh, number of times. I love it in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's yeah. my uh, back when I was a young young lad, every summer I would spend a uh, time with my family in Wisconsin. My my mom's parents still live up there and uh Every time I can get to go back there, I, I take advantage of that. I love a good group of friends back there too. So I basically grew up there. I have a 
as big of a group of friends in Wisconsin that I do here. So it's really nice to be able to go there and feel at home and be able to hang out with all my buddies that I haven't got to see. So how many years were you there? Um, I actually was, I I lived there for a couple of years when my dad initially played uh, baseball in Milwaukee. Uh, but I was born in Phoenix because I was born in March uh, during their spring training. So I lived in Milwaukee for a couple of years, but nothing that I really remember too much. I was say, you we, don't we have... didn't get to finish that about Edwin right. uh, Nunez. There, there's a reason but, I had him bring that up, me. and then we started. Mm-hmm. To, see, there it is. It's it wasn't a burp. It was a, I don't know what it was. It was a kind of a hiccup. <laughs> see, <laughs> Mr. Nunez is much more polite than him. He, several times see he's actually made effort not to do what you I do. You had to burp and blow it off to the side. <laughs> I've been trying. Yeah. So burp a good job. and to the right. Doing a fantastic. Burp and to, to the, the right. right. Got it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, he's, so Edwin Nunez, your father. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, uh, played baseball professionally for qu- quite a few years. What? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know this? That's why we're having oh. him on the show. Yeah. It's pretty pretty cool stuff. So it, he he um, played in Milwaukee. He played for a, several different teams. But when I was alive, he was playing in, uh, on the Brewers and then later on in Oakland for the Athletics. So I lived in those two places briefly, but from from a very young age, I don't remember too much of living there. Was he relief? He was a closer, right? Toward the was, tail end of yeah, his career, the right? Tail end yeah. of his career is a relief pitcher. Yeah. I mean, you you look like you could be a baseball player. You're tall like that. You've, you're yeah. in good shape. Whatever brown. you look like, you're you're brownish. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely not fully brown, but I'm brown. You're not. We would determine you're, you're not black. So mocha. definitely yeah. not black. You're yeah. definitely God's Photoshop. It's, <laughs> I be- like, it's be- like just beautiful skin, beautiful hair, like great smile. Yeah, it's just an just an absolute fucking love affair. You guys are buttering me up like a butter burger right now. Like yeah, a butter burger. Man. Call me coach. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my dad. He played uh, baseball professionally. He really actually moved from Puerto Rico at the age of seventeen. He was the youngest person in the major leagues for a few years there. Um, did, started in Seattle. Did they go down and, and uh, scout and find him down there? You know what? I think, yeah. It must have been something like that. I'm actually not super familiar with exactly why he was brought over. But, I mean, I, obviously he was playing in um, some summer leagues there in Puerto Rico. I would love that story. Scout, you had to see if someone him, said, yeah. you know what, you, know, you just go up there because you could try out and do something. Uh-huh. If it was that or if someone, if they were watching him play and then when you yeah. got to come up. Yeah, yeah, be kinda yeah. Nice, anyway, Kind of cool to find out. Yeah. 13 seasons. Yeah. 427 games, 14 games he started, 211 games he finished. So don't, he was primarily a closer. Don't read the record. Why? <laughs> I think <laughs> the, the record's not favorable. Uh, 54 saves, 652 and a third innings pitch, pitched, 666 hits allowed. Oof. Yeah, tough. Actually. Absolutely got shelled. I mean, that's not that bad. If he pl- oh no that is pretty fucking terrible never mind <laughs> I, I just realized I because I read a different stat yeah okay well you know he wasn't awful and he still played he played in the fucking pros dude he played for the Mariners the Mets the Tigers the Brewers the Rangers and finished out with the Athletics yeah nice like he fucking he went all over the place what year was he at the Rangers uh ninety two okay I had already moved from yeah he moved they yeah so I guess I lived there briefly as well what is the B J Surhoff the BJ incident. Surhoff. This the, the BJ Surhoff <laughs> um, incident is part of his Wikipedia article. No, well, no, no. I'm going to read this. No, We're going to talk about uh, your dad, or for, you tell me. Yeah, you can. Well, I I'll tell you what I remember. I know that he was a very uh, passionate player, being Puerto Rican. He, he yeah, he had a pretty <laughs> high temper, pretty pretty hot temper, and I know he got in several brawls during his career. Fucking nice. badass, including okay. a couple with Gary Sheffield, who he later became good friends with, and they later played together on the same team. He's for the Brewers, right? Yeah. Sheffield played for. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the Sheffield, family right? friends with them yeah. back in the day. That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> hey. Did you ever play against the Cubs? <laughs> Did your dad like hot dogs? <laughs> August, way, August. I love their Harry Carey impression. <laughs> Thank I could, you. I could stay around oh, for a whole podcast. Oh, he does a fantastic. Just doing that voice only. I appreciate I that. Thank you. Yeah, of course. 
<laughs> okay. August 1993, the A's were playing a series against the Milwaukee Brewers during a doubleheader. The teams got into a bench-clearing brawl. A's catcher Troy Neal tackled Dickie Thon as the Brewers. Uh, not long after that, Nunez, who'd been in the clubhouse, yes. raced on the field, yep. decked Brewers catcher B.J. Surhoff. <laughs> yeah. The punch left Surhoff with a bloody mouth, and he was removed from the game in order to get stitches. This wow. Was, this was after he had got out of the game. He was already showered up like in his like normal clothes, went onto the field, and I know my family was just like Appalled. super embarrassed. He yeah, went onto the field in good. street clothes? No, not in street clothes. but Like, like the warm-up? Like, like your warm-up? Oh, okay. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember that being a thing. TV replays seemed to show that Surhoff was being restrained. <laughs> was being restrained by A's manager Tony Larusa, <laughs> A's outfielder My, uh, Micah Dreddy, and uh, Brewers manager Phil Garner. Nunez claimed he simply reacted and did not see Surhoff being held back. Oh, I believe him. Nunez said he was. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you have to. It's your dad. Yeah. Nu- Nunez said he was upset because Surhoff had shoved A's outfielder Scott Lighty. Nunez, who'd pitched in the first game of the doubleheader, did admit that he was wrong for throwing the punch. That is just fucking amazing. Yeah. Just That's outstanding. On That's on his Wikipedia page. Like there's, Interesting. There's like, I didn't know that. Uh, you're not on there, but there's, the, but that's on there. Yeah, I'm not on there. <laughs> no, but I mean, I do know that that was a thing that happened. I just think that that's funny that it was uh, that it mentioned made... in the article, but I guess that was a big, pretty big deal. Right. I guess he was maybe in the wrong for that. I bet you there's footage on that on YouTube somewhere. You know what? Of that brawl. There's got to be, interesting Joe. to see. We'll have to check. Wait, what year was the brawl again? 93. So someone's got to have a recording of that and, and posted it. Because if it's a well-known yeah. bench-clearing brawl. We might have to look that up on the uh, yeah, break. 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 Yeah. And, and guys, uh, trust me, I was, I was just a little baby. If I would have run onto that field and stopped the fight, I would have. But I was just a little two-year-old baby. You what couldn't. could I have done? You couldn't. What could I have done? Yeah. You would have fought the bat boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it's a real... No, I... <laughs> That shit's happened. That the happened at a involved. Reds Indians game. Really? In like the I want to say the early eighties. Bad boy. Got it was. A, it was. The, it was the, the. It was bench clearing both sides, mm-hmm. including the fucking Bat Boys went out there and they were just wow. like these fucking little sixteen year old kids, just pow, 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 just beating the shit out of each other. Everyone was. I'm like, what? That's what happens when you don't have. You have more churches than bars in every town in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and you don't have a lot going on back there. And just at let, least back just letting the baseball and, let, and, let it go. And then, well, and then you have these rivalries that are so bad and so dumb for for no reason that are so deep seated that the people just fucking hate each other. Mm-hmm. Like I saw someone, uh, Troy Piqua rivalry. It's my hometown versus the you know the town's like eight nine miles over. We talked about it on the podcast before. It was the Piqua is the town that has like Hartzell propellers mm-hmm. are made there, mm-hmm. and there's a few other things. It was more industrial town versus Troy, which is more like farming kind of community, like the 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 town where the farms would you know farmers would come in and sell their shit. So when they drew up the counties, Piqua was like, "We're the industrial center," and like, oh, "Well, we have more money here." And Troy got the the county seat. Everybody was pissed about that, and that's like the 1840s. And people still, if you're going to commit a crime. In Troy or Piqua, it's the like second or third or no, it's like the fourth weekend in fucking October. Every every year is when they play that that rivalry game because yeah. there's no one at home. Wow, I, I believe it. Yeah, the stadium in my hometown. It's a town of like twenty five, twenty eight thousand people. The stadium seats like twelve thousand people. It's a big deal. It's fucking insane. Sure. So all those rivalries back there, it's like because everything's so. That's my theory is that everything's so boring that they it they makes, have those rivalries yeah. and it just it shit just gets deep seated. So like. Bench clearing brawls are. I don't know. What did your father do yeah. after professional baseball? Do, uh, do you know? Nothing. He just retired. I like, see. So he, he had. It was. It was. Good. Hangs out and cool. counts his money. It was a. 
Is him he and still Gary around? Sheffield? Sort of in- injury-related uh, retirement, so he gets... Is he still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He just... Yeah, I think he gets a pay from the league still. Nice. Wow. Crazy how Major League Baseball takes care of uh, their retired players and NFL's just <laughs> like, get the fuck out. Right. I think they really do, though. That's They uh, do. Yeah. They, they, they do. absolutely do. Uh, okay, so, so yeah, you... Nice. You grew up in Phoenix. Grew up for the most part. Yep. Yeah. Went to NAU. Went to yeah Northern Arizona University up in Flagstaff, which I loved. What a great decision that was. I really appreciated my time up there. Everybody loves Flagstaff. It's great. Everybody loves Flagstaff, and it's a really great town to. Were you a lumberjack scholar? Say that one more time. Did you do? Were you a lumberjack scholar? Like, did you? What does that mean? Like Julia, lumberjack scholarship is if you went to get uh, A's and B's. Okay. In high school, and you went to, and you're an Arizona resident. You I, went to Arizona schools your entire life. Basically, you can go to NAU uh, tuition free. Yeah, I I got the Ames scholarship, was which was exceeding on the Ames writing, reading, and math, and that nice. was a scholarship that doesn't exist anymore. But that's how I was able to. Uh, well, yeah, that was the scholarship. Because, that's because why should they honor and help people that achieve well in their right? Yeah. Scores? Well, they're like, well, the brown guy took advantage of it, so now we can't <laughs> fucking. Close that down. Zombie there goes there goes the neighborhood. We didn't think he was going to graduate because he's brown. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look at that, Arizona. Against all odds. Again, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big Arizona boy at heart, even though I've spent my time in other places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, you studied uh, your uh, was it was it education whatever I, you yeah I studied elementary education while I was up uh, in Flagstaff okay. ladies he's yeah. taken mop the floor up under you yep I um, know for That's, real like yep. you're such a catch you're, he's pretty he's tall he's smart he's well spoken he's, he's got he's got a Prius which is a huge bonus <laughs> on road trips don't mention that uh, <laughs> That's we're not trying to get you laid here he's yeah, a school teacher but a school teacher good with kids like right. you have the like ultimate amount of patience which leads me oh, thank you to my next question what when do you ever lose your shit um because we what, what we're, we're ready and want it to happen we i kind of want to see you snap because i want to hold you back and be there when i like we had a Nunez uh, almost Surhoff incident here where he fucking uh. almost fucking killed somebody. No, you don't, you guys don't want to see that. I really hardly ever lose my temper, seriously. Um, so does that mean when you do, it's just catastrophic? No, not necessarily either. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, no. Like felonious? Like that. That's what happens to me is um, I just let it build up. I don't let shit go. I just build it up and ball it up and take it well, out. That, like Charlie, the, he explained how... Why you don't why blow I don't. up. Yeah, you don't blow up is because you're constantly bleeding steam. That's what Charlie says. I'm constantly bleeding a pressure relief valve. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a type A and it's always just kind of bleeding yeah. off. You're, you're like the uh, like a pressure cooker that's like... <laughs> you're an instant pot. Yeah, yeah it's an instant pot thing and it's just like, oh, it gets a little bit too much pressure. So me, I'm like a, I'm like an old pressure cooker that's gonna blow up and fuck up. Has a sticky, sticky valve. Has a sticky valve, and you're like, ah, oh, you know, it's been like six, seven years since Joe's blown up. What are we fucking? <laughs> hope he's not sitting in jail like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's never been that bad, but like it, when I do blow up, it's fucking bad. You can ask Portia; she's seen me about eight out of ten pissed. Okay, but but yeah. for you, like, what what? It's a good fucking, question. I mean, I this really, is a therapy session, Mike. Let's figure yeah, this out. Yeah, like, it can be, and I'm going to use it as such. Mm-hmm. I I really rarely ever lose my temper to the point where I'm like, like, I don't know, physically like ever doing anything like crazy. I, I mean, that's not saying much, but I I'm kind of more like you, Joe. And I feel like I kind of do bottle things up, and then if I really do get frustrated, it's like sometimes it pours out more than I'd like it to. But I really rarely do that, not because of, my dad has a very fiery temper. I've always tried to be the exact opposite. 
Oh, and that's like, cool. And, and yeah, I, I've really always tried to do that. So I'm, I'm I really am patient. Um, so in, in being a teacher, second grade teacher, that of course you have to be patient. You so have that's no choice. A lot with that. Yeah. I've, I've well, been I mean, tested, of course. You don't have to be. No, I don't have. But to if be, you want to continue being a second grade teacher, <laughs> you have to be. <laughs> and so I, to answer your question, I really never blow up huge. And it's not that hard for me to, honestly. I mean, like, I, I, mean, I get frustrated sometimes, but I mean, it's like, I, I try not to outwardly show that. And it, it, I know sometimes it might be unhealthy to bottle that up and not express when you're frustrated sometimes. I get that part of it too, but. Do you, do you like, I it. assume you work out some or you have, obviously. Not really? No, no. to be honest, that is not like a, a, a way to get, no. I was going to say, you know, hit like, like a punching bag and get some of your frustrations out on a punching bag. I actually don't do that. And I probably would love to do something like yeah. that. But I actually, I'm not super big into that, which is weird. I know a lot of people are. A lot of I my know, friends like, are. I mean, I was, I've never gotten into that. I would just, when I found out, or I like first met you, and you're like, ah, somebody, I think I had looked you up somehow. I figured out that your dad played before I actually met you, I knew that your dad played baseball. You read that incident, and you're like, I don't want to. No, I didn't read that. No, 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 no. I didn't. No, actually, that's the first time I saw that. I just, uh, I. Me too. But I was thinking, oh, there must be a fuck. It's Puerto Rican, kind of like half Puerto Rican. Dad played baseball. I bet he's an athlete. And then come to find out, not really. You just play golf. Well, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty athletic. I mean, if I try my hand at something, I'm pretty darn good at it. And I love golf. I just love golf. It's like golf is golf is is like a golf is like pool. Or anything else that's called a sport that shouldn't be a sport should be deemed a difficult activity. You know what? I don't. I disagree with that, but that's okay. That's really? Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of do. Let's talk about all the great athletes that are golfers. Okay. Well, I'll say Tiger Woods. That's my hero. Right okay. There. But we're gonna throw him out. And, and, and you're you gonna know, stick with the Brown. I get it. But like, let's go. I was gonna somebody. say because he's white okay. to throw him out, Joe. <laughs> however, <laughs> Jesus. However, I know a lot of athletes that are not good at golf who are good at just about everything else. And I think uh, golf is even if you're not in great shape, it doesn't mean you're not an athlete. I don't think that's like necessarily. Um, I don't think that's necessarily like a thing that you have to be. You don't necessarily have to be in good shape to be athletic. Because there so are a lot of golfers are overweight or maybe not in the best shape as, com as compared to other professionals. Well, especially like, it, I think there's a lot of athletic ability and mental ability that goes into golf. Oh, no, huge no, mental. There, no, there huge is. Huge mental. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, it takes a ridiculous skill set to be good, to even mm. just be proficient at golf. I understand that. And I say that with a, having a father who tried to drag me out on the course <clears throat> twice a week for like three years. Mm. Because my dad in his prime had like a two three handicap. He was really really fucking Jesus, good. Jesus, played yeah. played with the like the celebrity uh, um, where you get paired up with a celebrity down in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. He played with Alice Cooper twice, Sam Jackson yeah, once. Great. He played with um, uh, Pip, Scotty Pippen was another one. The it was Pip. like fucking the Pip, the Pip, right? Yeah, my like that shit is really cool to me. But I never got any fucking better. So there's a ton of skill that goes and is involved with that. I wouldn't say it's athleticism. I just I don't know, but I, that was that was more me being a joke. I, I wasn't giving you shit. But no, I know. Here, <laughs> like I wonder about fucking basketball. Are you a basketball guy? I love basketball. You're what is six two love six basketball. three? Yeah, yeah. Here's six, how. Six, let me get to golf for just for a second. Six, four. The, the, the amazing thing with golf is there are a lot of uh, a lot of guys now that are a little bit more athletic than they were, see back in the '60s and '50s and '60s and all that kind of yeah, stuff. The physical. But, yeah, they're they're definitely trained physically and that kind of stuff more than the guys you think the classic people, you know, Nicholas and Palmer and those Correct, guys. Correct, right? Um, but they they uh, but some of the records still back then, you know, a hole in one or these, you know, a lot of it's, it's taken a while to fall. So so I don't think you're required to really be in in good shape. Like you pointed that out, you said some of them aren't in good shape. Yeah, you but don't it's have to but be in good shape it's at still all. a sport or a game or whatever though. But you don't have to. Yeah, be. But it's just amazing to me, if you look at, the again, the, the records and how many 
what 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 the course records were and how right. how yeah. long it's taken to break some of these things. Uh-huh. And a lot of the equipment that goes into it too. The advanced oh, yeah. technology have a big thing to do with that. The scores will always go lower and lower. Yes. And I totally get what Joe means though too, because a lot of people have that same argument. I get that he's not the only one who feels that way. So that's. It's yeah, not, fair game. And it's not like I'm shit talking. I'm just saying like it's a <laughs> it goes back to does anybody remember when Craig Kilborn was on the on Sports Center? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh that's that's how far back this I don't do you do you, I feel like I you were way name, too no. young for that. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. So Craig Kilborn, I don't know if you did, he was on the Daily Show too. He was the first host of the Daily Show. And but he was uh he he said can we just please stop calling things that are a difficult activity sports and stop calling them athletes? <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. Because because uh, in his argument was uh, skateboarders are are athletes, but they don't get it. They, but because they're a bunch of goddamn delinquents that don't dress like golfers, they get thrown. They get lumped in with a bunch of hoodlums and delinquents and felonious assholes. Mm-hmm. But why are we calling golfers athletes? Tiger Woods, he's an athlete, and then rattled off. There a are few there other, are right, some that are athletes. They're definitely sure. athletic, but then yeah. they're but like, can we just get it relabeled to a difficult activity? It's like bowling. Those guys aren't athletes. So we had this conversation but before. But they're in the too. Olympics. I, I think, it's Olympic athletes. That's what he said. That his whole thing is like right. Olympic athletes. Like, well, let's fucking pump the brakes here. On so that. it's not I a game, you. obviously, right? It's above a game, but maybe you you call it a sport. Is that correct? it's a sport? I would yeah. call golf a sport. Okay. Yeah. It's just not. A, it's just not athletics. It's a di- well. Okay. Uh, no, not a sport. It's a difficult activity that takes a, a ridiculous amount of skill to be a pro. It's, but it doesn't take a ridiculous amount of athleticism. I mean, you guys look at uh, what's his name, the guy who's hot box smoking and be drunk all the damn day. Phil Daly or Daly, John Daly. Uh, yeah, John Daly. So, John Daly is not a uh, an, an athlete. athlete. <laughs> He's a badass. Yeah, but here's the thing: Do you think John Daly would be better if he was in shape? Yes. No, really? No, he got in shape for a few years back in the early 2010s with um like a slim fast diet kind of thing that he sponsored. Yeah, and his game went south. Oh, he's much better <laughs> playing at his normal weight. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking so he was used to it. He was used to it. Kind of normal playing weight that he used to have. So uh, that's what it is. That's yeah. fucking okay. crazy. I didn't know that. That's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I wonder if he got sober too. I remember no. when it, when he had it when the no, lump- you're like no, it was slim no. fast mixed with vodka. No, he's it, still it was- he's still. Uh, very much embellish or, or enjoys being the guy who parties hard on the he's tour. He's still, still a mess. That's he's still saying. a mess. I mean, yeah. he only gets to play on the PGA Tour through sponsors exemptions. He's not, you know, really qualified to be playing on the yeah. highest ranks anymore, but he still does, and he's still a fan favorite because he brings the Oh, people out. love to follow him around on the Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's with his uh i remember when he lost a bunch of his sponsorship but then i think lumber 84 was one of his sponsors that was so hilarious he got lumber he was spot- what? by lumber 84 yeah that was one of his picks, <laughs> but that was it you know ping or anybody i don't know who else. i think he lost it all yeah. it yeah. wasn't it, it, he's any sort of equipment company or anything no, like that it was, it was some fucking goddamn knockoff home depot <laughs> jesus it like, christ it was hilarious then it was hooters for a while too a big hooters sponsorship get the fuck <laughs> out of here are you golf, serious course, but a lot of yeah, yeah definitely i'm very serious yes nothing like being Sponsored by the place where you go to watch golf, <laughs> but but that's smart, right? Because people follow him around. Yeah, yeah. He, he's good on the camera, and people love to see him. If he's wearing a Hooters hat or something, he knows his crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of John Daly's uh, unbridled uh, enthusiasm for uh, all things alcohol, uh, we just need to make a quick shout out to Sharon Stockbridge for supplying this week's sponsor, Firestone Walker yes. Brewing Company out of California, and this is called uh, what is it? Uh, Paul, mine's an IPA. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God damn it! I don't even know why I asked you anything, you fucking nerd. 
<laughs> my, it's, my, it's called Luponic Distortion. It's an IPA. IPA. Not an IPA. I know people. It's not Very IPA. tasty. When IPA. people say IPA, it's just, I just, I'm like, it grates on my nerves. It doesn't happen very often. Do people anymore. actually say that? Yes. Really? Yeah, not as often as, as it used as used to be uh, because now IPA. everybody and their brother <laughs> drinks craft beer. <laughs> I'm no, getting, what what are you having, Mike? I'm also having the luponic distortion, and I'm getting hints of white grape and mandarin orange, and passion fruit. and passion fruit. Wow, yeah, that's crazy! Just something I just off the top yeah, of my head, yeah. I was tasting. You just I th- read I th- that off the top of the can, huh? Yeah, I think that's what it was. But you're yeah. not a you're not a, <laughs> you're not a big IPA person. Is no, that right? you know what? I'm not usually. Okay. but I drink enough of them, so I'm like, yeah. I don't mind them. I'm not like I hate them. Got it. Your not lady friend choice. sure is. Jesus. Yeah, she's a big. I, she's a big hypocrite. She's so funny. She's like this. Tiny, petite, blonde girl, this beautiful voice. She's a front lady for a band. And then she's like, yeah, let me get a, let me get a rival. Uh, <laughs> second round's going to be an evil red. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Are you trying to put hair on your chest? Maybe. <laughs> she's like, she doesn't drink the beer. She just beats it into submission. Like, she's, she's, a, she's a tough woman. She's an absolute tough, tough as nails. Yes. Yeah, very tough I bet woman. she beats the hell out of you oh my if gosh, necessary. She's absolutely very physical and aggressive with me. And that's yeah. that's. I mean, I would be too if yeah. I was in her shoes. I mean, have you seen you? Uh, you ever just stand <laughs> in the mirror and be like, "God damn, I am a brown god." Yeah, <laughs> I do. Just this morning, <laughs> just this morning, I said that. She has to try to keep, keep, keep you in your place, myself. keep you down. Got to make sure you know where you belong in society. Absolutely, she's amazing. <laughs> she's amazing in society. Wow. <laughs> just wow. So kidding. <laughs> Paul. She's like, don't you forget where I fucking rescued you from that shithole in Phoenix, Arizona, brought you to Kingman. Like I, I, I owe her everything. I fucking you, you do, you absolutely do. Sun Valley, my ass. Yeah, <laughs> shit. You, you. She brought you from the the hood. Oh, I don't yeah. think no, you didn't live in the hood, did you? How tough. did you meet? It was tough. Well, we initially met. It's a really funny story. Do I try to? You can. T- it's off limits. No, not at all. Oh, Joe's really, laughing. Really I hope a it's a funny story. story. It's a funny story. Okay. So Julie and I both attended NAU. We both went to school. We were the same year. Uh-huh. Um, and I was um, friends with her, uh, Jack's dad, initially. I didn't know her, and we had met each other through him. Okay. And, um, we were kind of uh, kind of friends, but we didn't really hang out in the same group for that for that much of time so i did know her okay um but uh just kind of reconnected uh didn't really hang out that much through college and after a couple of years of college um or after rather a couple of years after college was over uh we just kind of reconnected uh and uh i came up here and we hung out just the two of us and it was really really good and then we kind of just decided to kind of take things a little more seriously then we did a couple years long distance kind of thing and uh, that was tough but good and i'm glad that's over with now so yeah, she uh, okay. rescued me from Phoenix, and nice. uh, I was living in Tempe. So I was a little Tempe boy for a while there, and that was nice. I loved living in Tempe; really cool place to live. But uh, I'm super happy to be up here in Kingman. Good. Oh, we're glad you're here. We are glad. And folks, you have to know, I harass the shit out of Julia all the time, <laughs> right? But before Mike, when Mike was coming up here to like, you know, he would come up here to, you know. <laughs> You know, and uh, and visit, <laughs> hang out with the rest of us. Yeah. Every single Thursday, usually Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, or early mm-hmm. Friday morning, I would text her, "Hey, is Mike coming up this weekend?" And I hadn't talked to her all week, and she's like, <laughs> "Yes, he's going to be here tonight." Or oh, I remember whatever, this, whatever. I, and I would start. I, I kind of played along Fucking too. You later did, on. Yeah. and then I got I got Mike Hinman like, in on it. Don't you guys want to know what I'm doing? Like, no, not like, really. No, not really. Like you fucking, you're way cooler now that Mike, like it's like she's like, what is Mike like the new toy? And I was like, kind of. 
<laughs> like you're the kid with the new toy. Like we don't really like you, but we fucking love your toy. I do remember right. that. It, it, but I love Julia to death. Like I love her like she's my own fucking family. And I love Jack, but just getting under her skin just a little bit is like mm. it's it's kind of fun. It is fun. It is yeah, kind of fun. I get it. Yeah, totally. But I th- I hope she knows that I do that out of love because uh, most people. Like, if I don't like you, I'm not, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to fuck with you. Right. I'm going to not talk to you. You don't exist in my world. So, like, I have, we have to a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Because you're such a lovable guy. You're such a good dude. Like, you're good to her. You're good with Jack. Like, just fucking, you're a good to the community. I'm so glad we got you out of that shithole in Tempe. Yeah, it was tough out there. And I'm so glad to be up here, you guys. And I appreciate those (laughs) kind words, too. Uh, It's actually been really, really nice to be able to come up here and kind of have a a friend group I was naturally able to kind of go into. Just like, boop, just drop right into it. Yeah, it was kind of really nice, you know what? Because there wasn't too much of, like, a transition period. And I feel like I have a pretty good friend group up here now. Um, The Brewery Boys, um, just Mm -hmm. a lot of people that Julia works with I'm I'm really close to now. So it's kind of been nice. She's introduced me to a lot of people. I haven't flown you. We haven't flown flying yet. So we got to do that. You know what, Paul? should crush some more beers and do it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I I desperately do want to go flying with you very, Mm -hmm. very soon because I I love your um, plane so much. It is gorgeous. It looks amazing. It's, It's a jet. It's a jet. It I'm is sorry. a jet. It's, it's, a, a, it's a prop jet. It's not a plane. It is a jet, and I love your jet so much. Uh, thank you. Gorgeous machine. It's like a G negative four. It is like a G minus. Yeah, there's your G four, hey. G five. It's a G minus. Hey, Paul, what's your favorite plane? <laughs> Mine's a Robinson helicopter. <laughs> well, actually, that's not an airplane. Uh, that's a hey. That's a rotorcraft. <laughs> oh. Paul. Hey, 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 Mike. (laughs) Remember when your dad beat up that bat boy? (laughs) That was awesome. All right, we should take a break, you guys. Let's let's take a break and get another beer. Because we're going to talk about Christmas, because after all... We are. It is is, is Christmas. Oh, yeah, let's get into that. Oh, yeah, yeah, do they know it's Christmas? All right, we'll be right back. Okay, I'm going to you guys. How about you fellas play something that nobody knows? Glad. 
you are now brought in to the second half of Cartoon Casual. We were arguing for 10 minutes. Who's going to bring us in? We didn't argue for 10 minutes. It was about 15 seconds. Oh, okay. It's probably on me. I'll and I was going to have Nunez do it, but no. I'll take it. But no, he was, he, oh, 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 well, Paul had to start talking. <laughs> anyway. It's Christmas, people. It is Christmas. Merry Christmas to you people. Yeah. Happy Kwanzaa, whatever, like Saturnalia, whatever the fuck you celebrate. We're also doing... Uh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. That's right. Uh, Hanukkah, it's all right together. The all... uh, eight nights of Hanukkah is like the 21st through the 29th or something yeah. like that. Something. Right. And then Kwanzaa is the 26th. Did you know that? I think you're right. I yeah. Think I like right. how you fucking you're like, yeah, it is. It was like Nunez. I didn't yeah. know you were, uh, you know. When is Jewish? Kwanzaa celebrated? I don't know. Do you know what the date's on? That, it's the, it's Kwanzaa's been... 26th, I believe, this okay. year. Okay. Go ahead. Ask the whitest you're guy like, here. Like, you're the fucking pastiest <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> here. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? Your blood runs deep with grits. So, oh, like you are fucking. Yeah. You're, you're a lot. You're like me. You're a lot blacker than you let on. I used to follow around a lot of black girls in downtown Atlanta. Really? A lot of them <laughs> call you sugar. Hey, sugar. Hey, sugar. What's going on? Hey, hey sugar pie. Hey, black sugar pie. <laughs> mm, yes, sir. <laughs> oh God. Is is Kwanzaa one of those? Uh, I think it's the 26. The floating kind of holidays like Ramadan and whatnot. I. Th- Thinks that part I don't know. Now going a little too deep. I think it's twenty sixth though. I think I saw it on the calendar recently. Thursday, December twenty sixth, and Boom. ends Wednesday, January first. Paul Got knows it. a little bit more than he's willing to let on about yeah. Kwanzaa. It's kind of yeah, weird. Actually. No, it's actually uh, going to celebrate. I like it. That's cool. I want to do something Kwanzaa esque. Not not sure what that is yet. I'm going to do. <laughs> I actually I I work with this. Um, I don't know her name. Mostly because I stutter over my words when I talk to her. Oh, one of those. No, she's she is. I think I her her accent sounds it's African, but with like a French kind of twinge to it. So like Ooh. I think I think she's a um, I think she's from uh, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, which used we which we all used to call the Ivory Coast. Yeah, but I, uh, I so, she yeah. has like a French accent, but I'm fairly certain she's. I haven't talked to her too much yet, just briefly, and I'm like, oh. Wow. Did I ever tell you? Are you are smart as fuck. Okay, so this reminds and me. You, you said you, you see her, you look at her, whatever, and you kind of, yeah. kind of fumble over your words. A little bit. Okay, so did I tell you the story that I, I really lost it one time? There was one time that I can clearly remember when, I, when this happened to me. Mr. Gaines, you're rather unflappable when it comes to ladies. <laughs> I just figured, like, that's your superpower. We all have our superpowers, and that's yours. I got to hear this. This was at yeah. the—then the, uh, uh, we'll get to back to Christmas. This was, like, in the summer of 84. Four, oh I think, eighty three or eighty four. I, I remember eighty four. That was uh, uh-huh. potty training. That yep. was when I w- started right. using the big boy potty. That's right. Okay, go on. And this was in uh, in uh, Hobbs, New Mexico. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and there was the international gliding competition. Was in Hobbs, New Mexico, and we had uh, several of our glider. My father was representing a, a company that imported these sailplanes, and they were there during the competition. So we went there for a few days, and we were there during the opening ceremonies. Oh, no, Joe is now yawning. He's, no, he's I'm losing fucking, it. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm anyway, listening. so my father, I think at that point, also knew that I, I, I really liked dark hair and dark eyes. That, that's my main. Okay. If, if I had to pick, if I had to pick a, a, a genre. <laughs> Can I call go a timeout real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I've heard you say this before on yes. previous podcasts, but yes. I've also heard 
that that's not the truth at all. You've been with a lot of blondes in your no, life. No, no, it's mostly it's, blondes. It's, it's, it's the mostly truth. blondes. <laughs> but it's mostly but, blondes. But he he's like, if I had to choose, but it, uh, it sounds like he didn't have a choice with those blondes. I like, think the blondes they just were more tolerant. Okay. I think that's what it, what it was. <laughs> I just had to clear that up. <laughs> Brunettes don't put up with your shit. That's right. They just <laughs> so so we're at the uh, at, uh, the sun has gone down and there's some openings and there's a lot of beer flowing around and all these local dignitaries and hobs in Mexico, whoever they are. And but but the, someone decided, and I Local didn't know this. Dignitaries, <laughs> yeah, some Hobbs in Mexico, in Hobbs, New Mexico. Oh, really? <laughs> That's right. So, None of this is out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, the emperor. But we're out there on the on the. It'd be like an airport about this size. We're out okay. there on the ramp, and there's some big tents and some live music probably over here, and it's just a kind of a. They're trying to make it a big deal. You know, the international flags are all up there, and people from all over the world, and um, having some kind of. I think I've got Guinness Stout. I'm drinking in my father's there and he knows that i like dark hair and dark eyes well i didn't know who was there and it was miss new mexico oh well you can probably guess that she probably had probably wasn't that aryan (laughs) she was not she was not one of on the top of hitler's list of how she okay (laughs) looked so they're behind me and i'm talking to (laughs) (laughs) mikey here can't fucking hack it like he just can't handle your shit right now okay so i'm talking to somebody probably about plastic airplanes probably on some yeah, level yeah yeah and my father's over here and mr unbeknownst to me mr mexico is behind me my dad taps oh. on my shoulder and goes paul i want to introduce you to somebody and i went okay fine so i turn around and she's i mean like three feet away was she wearing the sash she was yeah wearing a thing yeah, yeah. she was miss new mexico that's and a dignitary this is about and i'm, I'm not exaggerating this is about what it, and i went <laughs> I'm not kidding. I stuck my hand out, and I am not I, making that up. I have absolutely done that before. And my dad has a beer in his hand. He goes, impressive, Paul. <laughs> he was like, and I went, I'm so sorry. I just did not expect a woman. I, I, I didn't say whatever. You know, I, I didn't was expect being, uh, Miss goddamn New Mexico right, with sash and everything. Right, right, behind, wow. right there. I was just blown. I literally became tongue-tied, as they say. Did, did you talk not, to her anymore? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Did you, you guys hit it off? Or? Oh, yeah. Well, I got a, you know, old-fashioned behind the... Oh, did you I, get an old-fashioned? Nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing at all. Mike, no. are you familiar with that term? Because that's so, a new term. Absolutely. You want an old-fashioned? Oh, no, I did no, not no, know what an old-fashioned old one until yeah. Clay Finch told me what it was like five <laughs> years ago. That's funny. And he, it was like, yeah. And then she went home and gave me an old-fashioned. We're like, do you mean she made you an old-fashioned? Like a drink? Like a drink? And he's like, no, she gave me an old-fashioned. And he just makes like the jerk-off motion. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, you've never heard of an old-fashioned? I'm like, I've heard of the drink. I've I've heard of uh, like dad's old-fashioned root beer. Or fucking, like, what are you like talking old about? old-fashioned ginger snaps. No, yeah, old-fashioned ginger snaps. Like, I know <laughs> what the bad. term old-fashioned means. He goes, no, and old-fashioned is, is just a hand job. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've, I've only heard that, and I, already know, I only know what that means through, like, a, a South Park episode where they use oh. that, like, as a continuing joke through the whole thing. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Anyway, so, no, nothing so happened. That, happened. that was it. I just fumbled over my words 100% at her beauty. You didn't take her, her beauty. glider? You didn't. No. She probably, she, I think she something. went in a for a glider ride from someone else there locally okay. or something at some point. I don't know. Huh. Anyway, that's it. But you said you like the woman you're talking about. What with, year was this? 1983 yeah. or 84. Let's look. Yeah, I'm looking her up right now. Okay. I'm absolutely going to do that. All right. Let's see. Miss New you Mexico. How old, I would have been 20 years old. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What right. if we could somehow reconnect you two? I, I don't think that I think that's a great idea. <laughs> well, I think it's worth a try, damn it. Should hit her up on Facebook. Would you remember her name if I said Hell it? Hell no. No. Oh, that's fucking 
Are you having any luck? I bet it's not going to even come oh, there's up. A, bro, there's a whole list. Oh, I got a whole list oh. of all of them. We are going to find her face. Wait a minute. How can it be all of them? We're like, going to post her Facebook. From 1983 or 84. See, what? There's only two choices. 83 or 84, right? What do you mean? No, it's all the Miss New Mexico oh. winners, guy. Okay. Jesus. So give, give me two names. 83 and 84. Uh, my Shanley or Trina Collins. Oh, those don't sound. No, it would have been Trina Collins <laughs> because she's from Hobbs. Oh, oh, that's 1984. Oh, okay, Pull you know what sucks? But that is... doesn't sound like a brown woman. Oh my God, Trina. Well, okay, oh, okay. Well, you need to live in the hood. Collins. More. The only Trinas I know are brown. Okay, but Collins. Maybe she's... this is uh, Miss New Mexico '83. Let's see, Miss New Mexico, 83 and 84, and then she won Miss USA in 84. Holy cow. I told you that's, she was that, a... That's my Shanley. I don't know. That's a different one. So, oh. that, like, there's a picture of her and Ronald Reagan. So, Paul, you kind of met her before she blew up. This was before <laughs> she was... It was... I, I had something to do with her. In I, a way, I, I feel like she owes part of her success. She might. She owe me something. Yeah. So... you. She doesn't owe you shit. Are there any <laughs> photographs of her? She looks like she's dark hair and dark eyes. <laughs> Uh, yes, she is. I'm just trying to find one that's not blurry and doesn't have Ronald Reagan in it. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking. So she hang, hanged out, hanged out, hung out with Ronald Reagan a lot, apparently. Yeah, so, they know. were good friends. I'm was that super was that her? Could have been. Let me, let me, let me get a little closer. Yeah, well, get my spectacles Get your on, spectacles Grandpa. on. That way we can see. Well, let's see. Dark hair, dark eyes. Dark hair, dark eyes. Yeah, that's her. That's probably that's, that's okay. So be that's her. my saying. That's the one that's not Miss from USA. That's a, that's a different one. I mean, it could have been. And she went. She went on to become. She was that. Say, she looked wow. like that. Her and well, Ronald Ron Reagan. Will. Okay, now here's the thing, though. I'm going to look up the Miss, other one. Miss USA. Will. Yeah, yes. Any guy would trip up on their words. Sure. I, her. She's well, but here's that. What the problem was? You just turn around. Right. You're you're engrossed in this aviation thing, and you just go. And then that's it. You know, you you know what I'm no saying? Time to prepare. Oh, anything. none. Yeah, it was tough. like, oh, look at it. Wow, she's really attractive. Who's that? Oh, that's Miss America, Miss Miss uh, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Let me think about what I'm going to say when I meet her. That's pretty tough, and that's a great <laughs> move by your dad to do that to you. Because that you was in that situation. smooth, Paul. Awesome. Jesus, can't take you anywhere. <laughs> it. I don't know that I've ever met. I'm trying to think of somebody that I met that just dumbfounded me, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's there's definitely been women that I've met that just like blew kind of blew my mind because they they slept with me. No. Uh that has probably been the case. No, no, no. There there's there's definitely been women that I've met that were I was just completely blown away by intellect and uh and just funny ones. The fun it's you know, you funny. Guys, you guys know funny. me. Oh my god. A funny woman. I don't care. I don't care what she does, what she looks like. If she she could be she could be a meth addicted asshole. If she makes me laugh, I'm probably gonna make some fucking bad decisions. I'll probably be like, oh, I move across the country for you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm like I'm terrible, terrible at making fucking decisions when it comes to women. Like, can we move? Is there, is there another? No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm trying to find uh, Trina Collins because she's actually from Hobbs. Yeah, from Hobbs. She's a Hobbs local. Hobbs, she's a townie. <laughs> I wonder what Hobbs is like now. I wonder if they've grown up at all. I I cannot find a picture of this woman. So uh, like hmm. at all. Here's but here's the weird thing. So she's from Hobbs, New Mexico, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That one, the other one, the the one I'm trying to find a picture of. Mm-hmm. Her daughter 
it, she's the mother of uh, Miss Indiana, like 2015, who won Miss America. Wow. She's like as fucking has a kid who has. That was cute, you guys. <laughs> that, man. Was, that was very much. Wow. Oh, my God. So Me obviously they're, right. they're, they're breeding them to do that. They are breeding them to be in beauty pageants. Right. Okay. Which is a little. Anyway, back to, back to Christmas. Paul, what was the best Christmas you ever had? Yeah, Paul. I think I don't think Paul expected me to. I, come I don't to this think shit. you can. We we talked about this last year. I don't think I can really say this is the best Christmas or whatever. I don't really. I don't. Remember. You don't have like fantastic Christmas memories. I have memories. Yes, we we Good spoke memories. about this, and I believe I mentioned this also in the in the room in Texas, and then we had this one where the tree was in the room that no one went in, like the uh, like a, um, a uh, like a living room. The that room no one, that no one would. I, I right, know, you know exactly what, what kind of room you're talking about. It's the Christmas yes. tree room. That's where the stereo was, this huge, massive yes. piece of furniture. Yep, 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 yep. And I would listen to music in there, and then uh, that's where the Christmas tree was. And so I'd go in there late at night when the lights were just on, and the, uh, all the other lights, that's where I could get this, so I'd turn all the lights down low and just try to have a, 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 a small light on the side, and would just watch the tree, and I would draw. I, I was into sketching and, and art, and I would draw the Christmas tree as accurately as I as I could, I, I remember that kind of stuff. I think those those kind of memories. You don't remember like a a cool toy you got or a fucking Red Rider BB gun or some shit. Like uh, n- no, I I mean I do remember I, I remember some things, but not like oh my god, that's exactly what I wanted. I'm gonna it's gonna change my life if I have that. Well, that didn't you know? fucking go the way I expected it. Sorry, All right, Mike. Mike, you're up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's a pretty legitimate you're, answer. I don't feel like I can um, necessarily designate a certain Christmas as a favorite oh, Christmas. Oh, fuck you guys. You guys However, are, you guys no, are killing not, my no, fucking no, 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 ideas. No, 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 no. I have yet that's to have fine. a favorite Christmas, Mike and Joe. However, when I when I think of Christmas <laughs> and I think of uh, the, the initial memory I jumped to, I got a really good toy one Christmas that as like a five-year-old I was super pumped out about. I remember one Christmas I woke up early, and that was kind of our family tradition every morning to wake up early on Christmas morning and open up presents. Well, it's your tradition to wake up on Christmas morning and open up presents. Okay. Only our family did that. And that, I know it sounds. I don't think anyone else's family has ever done that in the history of Christmas. I know it's families. kind of controversial and crazy for other families. That here, is but that's what wacky. my family chose. To okay. Do. So usually um, that's that's our normal tradition. And I remember probably a five years old. That might have been a '96. Uh, I went out unwrapped under the Christmas tree. Brand new PlayStation One, you guys. Oh shit! The PlayStation One yeah. for like a five-year-old that was like super cool. That that and yeah. that motherfucker was expensive. That shit was like five hundred bucks one in, in yeah. that year. Yeah. I I remember it being a pretty big deal, and I was super excited. I remember playing it a lot that day with my brother. That was our thing. We used to be pretty big video gamers. That's how we. Used what to was your favorite life. game on the PS One? That's a good question. We used to have Gran Turismo. Which I was, was gonna like say GT, big, uh, probably GT Two. Yeah. So GT Two was like my was my favorite. PlayStation One Skyline. What, what, what yeah. years was that? 95, 90, I think it 95, came out 96. Christmas ninety five ninety six. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I remember, that, and I remember just like I kind of have like a photograph in my memory that I can see that un- sitting under the tree unwrapped, and I was like, "Wow, what a surprise that was!" I wasn't expecting to get that. I think. And how old are you then? You said I was probably five or six. So Santa Claus brought this, and, obviously, and it was our first year in the house that we had just moved into, like in Phoenix, with my mom when mm-hmm. I was living with my mom. And so I remember that being a really, really great Christmas. That's kind of the first memory I jumped to. But I don't know if that's necessarily the best Christmas. I mean, I've I've had a lot of great Christmas memories. I always usually spend it with a lot of family. Uh, usually, my grandparents uh, drive down from Wisconsin to spend it with us down in Phoenix. So that's always, that was always a lot of fun getting to see them over the holidays too. I remember. Let me back up a little bit. I remember at least Christmas season in Spokane, Washington, a lot because that's where a lot of snow was. That's where the the Air Force Base was, and just building large snowmen because that was a very big snow yeah. area. Oh, and then yeah. driving around. I remember in the back back seat of. 
a station wagon or whatever, driving and looking at all the fantastic Christmas lights, all that kind of stuff. Those are good memories. That's oh, yeah. a lot of fun too, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, but can, I'm going to add something as well. I remember uh, one Christmas, and this wasn't uh, typical that we did this, but we went to Wisconsin, um, and it was very, very snowy. It was Christmas morning, very, very snowy. Crazy how it was snowy in Wisconsin in the winter. On Christmas. And, and again, it was very bizarre, but we opened our Christmas. <laughs> Unseasonably <laughs> snowy. Christmas in Wisconsin. <laughs> And uh, believe it or not, we opened our presents on Christmas morning, which That's, again was absolutely absurd. Wow! And I know it's kind of frowned upon these days. <laughs> two in a row, or two, we did two that. times. And I remember culturally being, terrible. I remember it being very unique because I usually spent my Christmases down in Phoenix, and it was really nice being able to have a white Christmas and be able to go out oh, yeah. and play in the snow, which was I wasn't used to growing up in Phoenix. That probably that was, was nice. a big deal. It was a yeah, big deal. You were down in Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have to tell you real quick, uh, Portia. I tried to convince her to go to NAU because they have a good nursing program. She's been wanting to study nursing. And I thought, you know, maybe you could qualify for the Lumberjack Scholarship. And she's like, no, nah, I got to see you. And I was like, sophomore. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, look, think about NAU. It's cheaper. It's close by. But it's far enough away that you have to kind of make plans to visit, you know. So, like, we don't – I can't just, yeah. just drop by and be like, hey, let's – how's it going? And she's like, let's go have good. lunch. I'm yeah. smoking pot in my dorm room, which she doesn't do. <laughs> But, like, I anticipated, like, that. And so she's like, no, I'm going to Tucson. I'm like, fucking right on. Good for you. But had she gone to NAU, uh, it's like, she's like, I don't NAU. But her ultimate decision, the re, the main reason, it's too cold. Too cold in the yeah. wintertime. And I said, all right, Portia, let's talk about this for a second. Let's break this down. It she's is like, cold for a lot of months. It is. It's really, really cold for a lot of months. I get it. However, the only two white Christmases I've ever seen in 27 years of living in Arizona is two years in Tucson. Wow! I shit you not. Two of two of the five years that we lived in Tucson, it snowed on Christmas. That's actually awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. But she, she's like, "Come on!" I'm like, "No, I'm dead fucking serious." And we went to Ohio to visit uh, my folks uh, during her senior year, and uh, she, my mom was like, "Oh, remember when it snowed in Tucson? It was crazy." And then remember the next year it snowed, and Porsche's looking at me like, "Motherfucker, Dad wasn't (laughs) full of shit." I'm like, "I told you, Spawn." I told mm-hmm. you I wasn't lying. That shit always cracked me up. But anyway. Now, she's going to be here. Is that right? She'll be here uh, late tonight as of the 25th because this is going to hit on the 20, late 25th. Christmas oh, night. Very late. Like, okay. she has to work that day, and I think she's okay. going to drive home or drive here. You saw she requested uh, onion dip from the last I did. She sent about. us a, a, like, I love that my child texts both of us at right. the same time. That like, a little special. group text. That is cool. And we talked about French onion dip, which I had never had. French onion dip made the way Mr. Gaines makes it, where you take French onion soup mix and dump it into sour cream and mix it up and let it sit for a few hours. You ever had that? Dips. Have you Have you ever you had, had that? that? Can I, no, I never have. No. Wow. wow. We need to, I'm telling you, man. It's the best by I've far never, uh, onion dip oh, you've so ever good. had in your entire really life. Good. That sounds really it, good. It blows all the... Do you like onion dip? Of course, yeah. All right, this, is, this is a different... It's yeah. a whole different yeah. level. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm into that. That all sounds right. amazing. So maybe we'll do something like that on Christmas Day or no, the day after. That sounds amazing. No, well, you're going to anyway. be when are you going away? Uh, the day after Christmas. Yeah, they're not going to get any. Uh, well, well, I'm sure we can make it us uh, at some other point. Are you sure? I, I hope yeah. so. I would yeah. love to be involved in that. All now, right. Joe, I would I would like to ask you the same question. Do you have a certain Christmas memory that sticks out as a favorite, or a certain year that was extra special to you? I actually have two. Uh, one was okay. when we lived in Tucson, and I got a uh, and I can't wait for Ed Man, Mr. Curtis Larson, and a few other bike people. Ryan Ackerman are going to hear this, and they're going to lose their shit. I, it was about 87, 86 maybe, 86 or 87, 
And I was given a, a Santa Claus brought me a GT Dino, which was like a badass BMX bike That's in the eighties. It still is. It still is kind of. A, I think. I think they still make dinos. Uh, and it was. It was chrome with blue lettering on the sides. A GT and the dino, and then it had uh, blue and white checkered like foam padding on it. Yeah. And uh, it was stolen the day after Christmas. <laughs> You're kidding. Story I had it last for year. fucking 24 hours. And it, got, it got stolen because I left it on the bike and we lived in the hood in oh, South Tucson. No. Did you get to ride it? Uh, yeah, I rode it like the like Christmas Day a little bit. But it was also snowy because that was one of those white Christmases. Uh, you broke but, it but it was, the person who it, stole it. It was absolutely. But it also taught me to watch my shit. Definitely. I, I, it, was a, it was a tough lesson. And, and yeah. like... I think deep down I knew, like, because Santa brought that. That was one of those unwrapped mm-hmm. giant, like, expensive gifts. And I know looking back now uh, that my folks just couldn't afford to buy me another one. Yeah. You know, because it probably cost them a couple hundred bucks, you know, because that's a fucking $500 bike now, $700 bike now. But I also got, uh, but so several years later, I was, uh, I think, 13, 12 or 13, and got a TV. That's awesome. I got a TV when we only had, we were only a one TV house and I had the second TV in my room. Wow. Nice, yeah. It was a nice, it was a nice little. I know, never had a TV like, in my room when I was, before I left my they didn't house. They did TVs back then. Wow. Oh, that's right. They had live action. People would come in. Yeah. And people would actually do come in and, add, and do teleplays. <laughs> they would do plays right that. there. It's like, we just had to listen to things on the talkie radio. That's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, we did. Listen to Lone Ranger all day, every day. Indubitably. I yeah I had that uh, that TV that was like one of the best and that Christmas was like was really one cool percenter. because I got that yeah big time <laughs> yeah one percenter okay <laughs> but that was cool uh, I, I that was uh, yeah but also like I have a ton of great memories with Porsche because yeah my ex wife uh, like her family Christmas uh, Eve is kind of their big thing and then Christmas Day is like they open presents but they like hang around. Okay. I think for a couple of times only like like two years out of the the millennial that I've been around that we ordered ordered that we uh, opened like one gift on Christmas Eve. Okay. Some, some people do that. They'll order one yeah. gift on Christmas Eve. And that was also it. our family's tradition. And we, that was one all, gift. Yeah, was, we did that yeah. like twice. I think my entire. Oh, well, you said, "Hey, let's just do one." It was a big debate. No, let's not do it. Let's go. Oh, come on. And then f- I think tw- two years out of the many. I think that was one just to get the kids to shut the fuck up and go to sleep. Absolutely, yeah. I guarantee you that's what it was. So, like with uh, Porsche's family or Porsche's uh, mom's family, Christmas Eve was the big one, from what I recall, and Christmas Day was always a big thing for me. So it always worked out perfect. So we never really had to split holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did like Thanksgiving and things like that, but we didn't have to split Christmas. So, because, yeah, well, I don't know if you know this, Mike. Uh, Portia's mom and I split up when Portia was, like, not even two years old. Okay. She was, like, like 20 months old or some shit like that. Like, she was very, very young. Yeah. So, uh, she doesn't remember us being together, so it's always been kind of a split Christmas okay. thing. And w- with a, a handful of exceptions here and there, but for the most part. But, like, it's almost every single Christmas with her growing up was always fucking awesome. Because, it, like, her mom or I would, uh, somehow she would make it over to my house early, 7 a.m. on Christmas Day. So, actually, at that time, I started doing uh, uh, most of my really great Christmas memories are the night of Christmas Eve. Because, I for probably, God, it was probably 15 years straight, I hosted the Kingman Misfits Christmas party. 
which that? Was, that is basically kind of came out of necessity uh not wanting to be alone on christmas eve having a house to myself my dad almost always had to work christmas eve because he was a postal contractor and the mail still runs on christmas eve so you still have to run the mail right so oh, yeah. uh he he would be gone i didn't have anybody else around i didn't have porsche with me so i had my, I would invite my friends that did either didn't have family around or didn't like the family that they did around have around so uh, then come you know over and we'd you know eat and drink and be merry and whatnot and and I mean one time we got real hammered and went uh, Christmas caroling, <laughs> but we but we did it at bars, which is all right. we, we we had a friend this one friend of ours she had her, he his mom and dad ran a non emergency transport company for for like health care like so yeah granny needs to get to the doctor but nobody none of the families around to give granny a ride to the doctor. So they did that. It was like a ride service. Okay. So she, or he borrowed a, like a 15 passenger van, had our one friend's uh, wife who was pregnant and obviously not drinking, uh, drive us all around. <laughs> and there was like 12 of us That's who none of us could sing very well, but we went to, we went to the timeout. We went to what's now called the tax shed. We went to sporties. We went to like all these different bars and just like, just in the world. Like, and then when people are just like giving us free drinks to shut up, <laughs> right. that was probably, that's probably one of my, that's up there. That's in the top five. Like it was just a, a good time. You know, last time I carol was probably a couple years before I moved here. It wasn't that long ago. Really? Yeah. Probably. A wasn't that 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah exactly. You moved. It wasn't it, that long. It, uh, it was a, uh, moved here like 12 years ago, man. I know. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, but anyway, just, you just said caroling and I thought, guy, it's not that long ago that I did that. Yeah. I mean, that's been a while. It's what fun. I'm saying is I wasn't a child or something like that. It right. wasn't like decades ago or something, but, uh, uh, I do remember when I was three or four years old uh, living again on this air force base in Spokane, Washington, going out with my father and a couple other of his, his, uh, crew members and chopping down a couple trees. In the in the forest for a tree. This is my thirty eighth Christmas, and I've never done that before. Yeah, that was a that I love that, and I remember being small and being behind, getting trampled through the snow and not not keeping up very well. And my father has an axe in his shoulder, and here we go. Yeah, you know, through the through the woods, and then it was some area that a lot of the guys at the base went to, I guess, and could do that was really cool. Chop down your own Christmas tree. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Now another one I do remember the the. I'm just glad that I got. I can say that I saw it. Uh, my. I, my dad was living in Magna, Utah, like a sub- suburb of uh, Salt Lake, and we went. I was out there for Christmas in 1989. I was I was eight years old, and we went to see Christmas Vacation Love in in the movie. theater, and then went to the Spaghetti Warehouse afterward for dinner. They have a Spaghetti Warehouse up there. Yeah, they Is have it a, still there. They have a Union Station up there. Probably okay. they have Union Station up there. So you know, I'm sure you guys have been to Union Station type. The there are decommissioned train stations. That are beautiful architecture inside. Then they have like like the one in St. Louis has like restaurants you know, and stuff. Tons of restaurants yeah. and shops and shit like that. One in Salt Lake had you know has a movie theater and the spaghetti warehouse. So yeah, I was eight That's and cool. saw that movie, which is we walked out and my dad's uh, wife at the time, my stepmom Chris, was just like, "I can't believe you took your son to see that." <laughs> and he's like, "Why?" There was so much cussing. She grew up Mormon. She was a she was a Jack Mormon, right? Yeah, right. So, which is how, on my way over here or on our way over here, yep. we were talking about that and how my dad knew. That's how my dad knew. He's like, you need to watch out for those Mormons. They're gonna mm-hmm. fucking, they're gonna draw you in. And they're gonna trap you because that's what she did to him. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we went and saw a Christmas Vacation. It was Christmas Eve. Wow. And saw a Christmas Vacation. Oh God. No, I get that. That's a so big, that's funny. A, a family experience together on a. Yeah, that's that's right. Cool. That's, that's pretty right. special. Yeah, it's and a fun. Heck of a movie. 
Okay. What's your worst uh, uh, Christmas memory there, uh, there, Paul? Let's get deep. Let's get nasty. I don't really, I, I, again, I'm, I'm thinking... I just remember it was a pain in the ass when my parent. I mean, sometimes it was a pain when my after my parents got divorced, my father moved to Atlanta, mother was still in Dallas, and I would, I would have to decide what holiday I was going to spend where. Now, fortunately, I got to fly. Why the fuck did they make you do that? Exactly. That's terrible. Right. So Jesus. So, but the way I would sort this out in my head, and this this was this is what formed me today. Certain things is I would have to figure out. Okay, where do I stand now with my mother or father? In other words. Am I in worse standing with my mother so I should go back and spend Christmas there and manage it through my head so I should, you know, go make amends or, or, or be with her more because, you know, I need to now or should I, you know, you know what I mean? That, that's yeah. how I, just, I would sort this all out. I would, I would go back and forth. And I remember sharing this story one time. I was in the backseat of my uh, uh, parents' car when I was an adult, like 35 years old, probably. We're all going to the glider port to go flying. And somehow this topic came up like this. And they asked me, "Where are you going to go to?" Uh, again, I was an adult. You're going to go to see Karen, you know, your mom on Christmas. I said, "I don't know. I got to got to think about it for a minute." And they, well, what do you mean? I said, "I got to, you know, if she's okay with me, is she going to be really upset if I don't? Because we're not in good standing right now, or do I got to?" And, and my wow. dad, I think my dad even knew this. this for 20 years, I've been doing this in my head, oh. and he goes, "He goes, you you had you're really thinking?" I said, "I've been doing that since you guys got divorced." And there was like dead silence in the cars are driving along, and I'm oh, going, "Shit!" I, I, I didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel that bad to me though at that time. I didn't mean it for it to be such a mm-hmm. shocking thing, but it was to it's, them because they never heard it before. Wow. So anyway, wow, though, so yeah, I had to kind of manage that for a long time. So it's Thanksgiving here and Christmas here, or Christmas here. I think you know, it's, it was a lot of flying back and forth between Dallas and Atlanta. So there you go. Yeah. But I learned how to get around airports really well when I was young. No, I bet I, that's how I learned to yeah. handle airports uh, myself was uh, flying back and forth because, you know, I started doing it solo mm. when I was nine. Really? Yeah, flying oh. back and forth. Yeah, because huh. my dad lived out here and we, yep. you know. That was more common online. back then. I mean, yeah. when I was younger and not, you know, you, you were younger than me, of course, but it's not as common now. You don't see. It's really. Yeah, you're right. Kids in nine, 10, 11 years old flying around by themselves much. I I'm trying to remember the, the first time Portia did. I think she was like 16 and I was still kind of or. Yeah, she was like 15 or 16 was the first time she flew by herself and I was just terrified. Yeah. And, and then my mom's like, you need to calm the fuck down. And I was like, what? Who my mom is normally pretty protective over her boys, but she's like, you need to calm down. Remember? Remember when you were a kid and you used to fly? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But there's also a couple, I had a couple really, really shitty experiences. Like I was stuck in St. Louis, the St. Louis airport for like, I don't know, 20 hours or something like that. 22 mm. hours. Oh my gosh. In the nineties. And I was f- like 15. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. If you have a spirit of adventure, my mom gave me $20. Oh, <laughs> because she's, I, you only have like a 90 minute layover to be fine. That Which no. would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been adventures. fucking fine. Yeah, at twenty, and I'm telling you, twenty dollars, still like twenty dollars is not that much now. It definitely wasn't much back then, and it sure as fuck isn't very much money when it comes to an airport. In an airport, yeah. and yes. I didn't have no cell phones, yeah. and didn't have money to like a pack of gum for twenty dollars in here. Yes, no <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. God, uh, I remember having to use the uh, the old uh, <laughs> Mike. I'm sure this predates you a little bit, but the back in the day, you used to be able to make what's called a collect call. Okay. I still see those around. Yeah. I think those those payphones. 
Is you're, that what you're talking about? You, right. Yeah, there, I still see those. Do you know there's a pay phone behind the terminal building at the airport? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. I picked it up to see if it even had a dial tone. Which I think I, it does. I was it? like, is this part of it? Yeah, fuck yeah. it. There's, there's pay phones. So if That's you didn't amazing. have any money and you didn't have a calling card or anything like that, you pick up the pay phone. And you could dial like 1-800-COLLECT or 1-800-CALL-ATT or all these different ones. A, I remember those commercials. Right. Yeah. You remember those commercials from oh, when yeah. you were a kid, right? So do you remember the the commercial where they didn't want to spend money on long distance so they would call collect and say, <laughs> like the, the dude's like calling from the hospital and he's like, uh, sir, state your name so we can play the recording. He goes, it's uh, Bob. Okay, what's your last name? What's, what's your last name? We had a baby. It's a boy. And then they would call. <laughs> and just like he was announcing his kid's birth. It was Bob. We had a baby. It's a boy. You have a collect call like, from Bob. You have a, cl- a collect call from Bob. We had a baby. It's a boy. And they're like, oh, it's Bob. They had a boy. I won't accept the charges. And then fucking hang up. Like that's, But that's how I had to communicate with my mom and dad. And it actually took a, like my dad. <laughs> my dad got so many fucking frequent flyer miles. And he's like, my underage son is stuck in St. Louis he knows no one. He's blown through the $20 his mom gave him. You will find my son. You will take care of Because I wasn't old enough to be put on a different flight, right? Like, then they had no flight. It was weather. Yeah. They, he, I wasn't old enough to get a hotel. I wasn't, they wouldn't even give me a, a, a food voucher for whatever reason. Like They're like, you have to be 18 to sign for it. And he, my dad was like ready to turn tables over, dude. You were literally stranded. I was stranded. So this is kind of a little narrow circumstance that can happen, obviously, that no one really thinks Crazy about. Crazy how it happened to me three more fucking times in St. Louis over <laughs> oh, the next no. four years, though. You love St. Louis. Yeah, really. Fuck that town. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. It's gateway my sister to the West. Gateway yeah, to the West. You can gateway to my balls. <laughs> Fuck St. Louis. No, I, the St. Louis airport. St. <laughs> Louis airport treated me well after that. Uh, I just won't. Uh, that's why. Th- that's why I'm. I'm such a uh, like big proponent of nonstop flights because I've had luggage lost and I've had yeah, oh, nonstop just fucking go, yeah. all that shit. You know. That's why I'm so glad I don't have to change planes because I did it two or three times a year for twenty some odd years, flying back and forth. And no, 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 thirty years now. Since like thirty, yeah, about thirty years, I've been doing that, wow. and I'm just so fucking ha- yeah. Anyway, yeah. and and there was always around Christmas. That's the that, yeah. I'm so glad it was always like a little bit before, a little bit after, but oh. I've never been stuck in 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 a uh, in in the airport during Christmas. Luckily, how about I you, Mike? Lose bad. Money. You know what? Bad I, Christmas. I gotta say, I don't. I can't say that I have a legitimate bad Christmas or a memory that I look at like that was negative. But I do remember, of course, just like uh, I had to split my time usually on Christmas between my mom's household and my dad's. And I always remember just like, even as I was like older, like becoming an adult, like I always kind of had like anxiety about going to my dad's because I grew up with my mom. I was raised by my mom. Sure. And I never always felt like as comfortable there. And I always felt like on Christmas, I kind of wanted to spend time with my family and relax. Yeah, it's not home. And I always yeah. kind of felt like I was like splitting my time and like my energy between both families. And not like, I, it's like I, I did like being there, but it didn't quite feel like a home atmosphere to me. Mm-hmm. Never really did. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'd always kind of have anxiety about going over. Like, and I never really looked forward to it, as terrible as that sounds. No, it, it doesn't Christmas, sound. Christmas, and I knew I was going to be around people I lo- that loved me. Um, but it, it never felt like it was something I was looking forward to. It. I almost always wished that I could just stay at my mom's. Yeah. And it was, like, something I always felt selfish about. But I, and then, I, but I always did split time between both households. And my dad always, always you know, did Christmas really, really big. And mm-hmm. they always 
uh, treated so me that amazing. was that was okay yeah yeah that was okay but it and wasn't it, home you couldn't was there, but it, take I, your shoes off and walk yeah, around with your exactly own, in your right. underwear or something in a weird way yeah right it didn't feel like i could relax and i was kind of always and of course they were excited to see me so i was having to split my time between my stepbrothers and you know talking to my dad and my stepmom mm-hmm. and it, it, as great as that was i mean it's like sometimes i just wanted to kind of relax and be at in my comfort zone on Christmas, you know? Yeah. So I, it's something I always kind of think about uh, that I was like, oh, yeah, great. I have to go to my dad's now. Like, this <laughs> is going to be exhausting for me. But, I mean, it's kind of that's it's a kind of silly thing to complain about. But that's really how kind of, kind of how I felt. No, that's a, it, it's not fun to have to do that because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I definitely have had to do that. And then ended up having to do with my kid later on, kind of split up holidays. Unless right. like they remarried someone who had like a hot daughter or something like that. Then you go there and <laughs> check out. You know what I mean? No, 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 I don't. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Jesus. Very specific just saying. It just it cushions like, the blow. I always liked going to the, yeah, I would go over to the ex-wife's, uh, you know, Christmas because she has a bunch of hot sisters. Yeah. Oh, no? No, I was joking. <laughs> not, no. not how it no. worked out. No. Well, just imagine it's if not... it could be that, then it would be more tolerable. Yeah. It would definitely take the edge off if it was like a big bikini jello wrestling party on Christmas. <laughs> uh, otherwise, red and green jello. Uh, yeah, right. Otherwise, I'll stay at home and read a Christmas carol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but I have to say, I'm pretty lucky. I mean, I don't have very many bad Christmas memories. My family always gets along fine and it's always usually a happy lighthearted atmosphere so i always feel like i mean every christmas of mine has been great check out this fucking guy with his functioning family that doesn't <laughs> fucking get drunk and hate but on I mean, each other I, I mean no it's what? not that perfect but i mean at the same time i always feel like it was a time that was like usually always positive i mean yeah if, if the if the worst thing i can think about is like anxiety about you know having to travel to my my dad's side of the family's house i mean it's it wasn't that bad right it's right. always one of my favorite holidays this is why mr nunez can never be a comedian Exactly. There's no trauma. Right. <laughs> He's not all fucked up. I have another memory. Oh, do you? This is Texas. We would collect uh, would collect a mistletoe and and put it in, and sell it just to try to make money. You know, collect mistletoe. Really? Yeah, like you can go out in the woods and harvest it. Yeah, in like an oak oak trees. It, 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 it's like a fungus or a virus or yes, something. Yes, no, I'm, I'm. It's a yes. Yeah. So anyway, so it, it was up in trees and you could see it during the wintertime and you could crawl some trees. You want to be careful because things break. But uh, we used to try to get certain kinds of rocks and hit them just right, and you could bust off the right the base of the mistletoe and it'd come down, and you would break it up, and you could sell it. No, that's what we did as that's a kid. That's like a classic, like, I... that's like a Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? That's I, some Norman Rockwell. I don't think we're the shit. only ones that did this. I mean, it, I think it was a the common... only one. I only person I've ever I've met thousands of people in my life. Yeah. Paul. Well, and you're the first person I've ever heard do that. I didn't know that mistletoe was native to North America. I, I know it's in it trees a North, in it's a Texas. Northern Europe thing. I, it's in Texas. Everything's in Texas. I don't, Texas, I don't Texas, Texas, Texas. Mistletoe's <laughs> bigger in Texas. Yeah, I'm sure mistletoe. Big mistletoe. It's a date rape drug. Okay, it's a medieval date rape drug. <laughs> that's all. That's all it was. That's yeah. absolutely what it is. Yeah. Like they talk about it in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Okay. In my country, we woo we woo the women with song. And dance. We don't drug them. That's what he's talking about, the mistletoe. So what we do is put it like a little baggie. You put a little bow on it. And I can't remember where we... So what do you do with it after they smoke it or something? No, no, no. no. (laughs) Just go around. You just just go to your neighbors and try to buy... And people would usually buy like a couple bucks for a bag of mistletoe. You know? Whatever. I've never heard of that either, but I mean, that's... I don't know. That's cool. It's definitely a Norman Rockwell kind of painting situation. I never even knew. Sick a little bit. Like that's. <laughs> I'm like, I, never, I never even knew that uh, that uh, um, I never knew what mistletoe. You say was, you didn't know it was native to 
America. I had no idea it was or wasn't, obviously, when I was a, a kid. We could look that up. But it's in Oak Well, you were like eight years old. You're like, this is an invasive species. This is not right. We should be destroying Let's this. Let's not be selling this. That be... actually sounds like that could have been you at eight years old. <laughs> no, like a precocious. Fuck no, I was wanting to make some money for whatever. But I'm like, um... I want to buy gliders and then drugs <laughs> later on. <laughs> anyway, selling mistletoe. Collecting and selling mistletoe. Trying to steal a kiss. It's like the most America uh, Americana fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. I never, never really uh, leveraged asshole. that, though. I never really went around in school and, oh, you have to kiss me now. And, you know, I never really did that. Never really. I did that. Held mistletoe. You did I with care. mistletoe? <laughs> with Mike, mistletoe you did? Mike Nunez is the type of guy that buys a hat that has a mistletoe hanging off the fucking top of you. You've seen those? You know what? That has like a wire thing. You just hang the mistletoe yes, out the front of it. And you're it like, dangles out there. You look little yeah. mistletoe. And you're like, that's rapey. And then you give a bunch of unwanted kisses. I've yeah. been there. I've been there. And then we'd hang them on. We hang them in the in Wait. the in the doorways. That's what you would Time do, out. Joe. We'd hang what the them in fuck the... is an unwanted kiss? Well, uh, I've had very few unwanted kisses in my well, entire life. It's kind of silly, but usually girls get all they freak out when you grab their face and then push, <laughs> pull their head into yours. It's kind of a thing that I've learned. They the, don't like too much. Yeah, but some of them shy their heads, away. So I feel like that was. Kind I of don't my... see any woman who's ever looked at you that is straight or even gay and questioning maybe. That wouldn't be like, mm hmm. Oh, You're a goddamn be beefcake. You're like a mocha LeBron James. God, so you, really you, me you, up, you have actually yeah. used mistletoe? No, never. Used. I was simply joking. <laughs> he, didn't make a, he didn't make a tea and be like, here, honey, drink this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you a user? You're... If you're asking if I've smoked it before, fuck yeah, I've smoked it. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> gives you a good little buzz. Oh, it's like it's God. a legal excuse. Like I said, it's like a whatever. It's a date rape thing. But you could just, or you could you could kiss someone. Well, it was under mistletoe, so I kissed her. Sorry. <laughs> oh, and the judge is like, well, that's a mistletoe defense. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> no. I've never done that. I've never kissed under mistletoe. I don't think either. Even wouldn't it be great if we could get really? some mistletoe yeah. down at the brewery or something like that to hang, hang a, some over a, the doorway? That's a good idea. Nice. I might just do that on Saturday. Just you got to kiss your bartender. I have we, can, to. we need to find out if we need to take a road trip and find some mistletoe somewhere in Northern Arizona. From, usually, you can just buy them from the uh, where, where they sell Christmas trees. Uh huh. Let's go out into the forest and knock it down with rocks. We're going to find out. I'm going to relive but my childhood memory. Good fucking luck finding a goddamn oak tree <laughs> in the woods around here, okay? Let's take the jet out to, uh, to take Texas. My, fly my jet to Texas. Yeah. And go mistletoe I'll see you guys hunting. in like five days because that jet is not that fast. <laughs> you know, I, I could get there faster in a 911 turbo if I really wanted to. Uh, you get a lot of tickets, speeding tickets. Mm, not if you're good. It's called a cannonball run. <laughs> okay, fine. I can figure this shit out. Yeah. Anyway. There it is. Is that I'm, it? I'm, 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 hold on. I'm oh. fairly certain that you can find mistletoe at the like the Christmas tree place there on Miami off of, uh, okay. off of Stockton Hill Road. I think they sell mistletoe. We're going to have to do some research. We're going to research after the show. After the show. Paul's antsy. He wants to get out of here. We would hope that everybody has had a wonderful Yes, I hope you all have Christmas. had a wonderful Christmas. If you didn't, then uh, there's always next year. Or don't. You know, right. That's fine, too. Uh, try Kwanzaa. Yeah, try, try Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa if, you know, maybe. If Christmas doesn't work out for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we definitely would lo uh, like to thank Mr. Mike Nunez for thanks showing Thanks for coming up. in. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you guys having mm -hmm. me on. I've been a big fan of the podcast for a while. Oh, thank An you. even bigger fan of you two just individually as oh, humans. Oh, so, that's, that's so sweet. I'm You're an awesome I'm, dude, I'm too. I'm blushing. Sure. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not. Really, he's not. This is a pre mistletoe. Still white kiss, as fuck. Pre mistletoe kiss blush. 
Yeah, that's right. Thank you guys for having me on. I <laughs> oh, do yeah, appreciate definitely. it. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Mr. Gaines, do you have anything else? Just Merry Christmas to you, Joe. And yeah, Mike. Merry Christmas to you that's it. and Mike and everybody out there. Thank you. And we'll talk to you guys next year, right? Yes, next year. <laughs> we got to go find that new, Miss New Mexico. Oh, uh, yeah. No, we gotta, we need to, I need to find Miss go New do. Mexico 1983 or 84. Mm-hmm. For Mr. Gaines okay. and get him hooked up. All right. <laughs> I think you find gonna, her on Facebook. We're going to do that right now. We'll right. See, talk to you guys next week. Bye. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on. Our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the yuletide gay From now on Troubles will be miles away. Here we are, as in olden days, happy golden days of your faithful friends. Dear to us, gather near to us once more. Through the years, we all will be together if the fates allow. Upon the highest bough Here we are As in olden days Happy golden days Of your Faithful friends Who are dear to us Gather near to us once more. Through the years, we all will be together if the fates allow. Hang a shine.